don't stop playing with my name. Let's go on there. Let's go. Stop playing with my fucking name. Let's go. Hey, let's do it on camera. Stop playing with my name. Let's I ain't go gonna right say on it there. No I'm gonna say it no more. Uh, nigga, when my name come up, respect it. Let's go. Stop playing with my fucking name. All drill, y'all. Stop playing with my name. I ain't gonna say it no more. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. He done cursed us out. Tell him, tell him, get it off your chest, Birdman. Said it already. I ain't got to talk. Cause I, I don't understand the angle. Like, what, like what? Said it already. So why I come here? I did it already. I'm here. So what's happening? I mean, it's all good. But I'm, I'm saying, here. why, why, why? And I'm here. What's happening? I'm all good. But I'm well, saying, why say I come that, here man. just Look, to I'm curse here. us what's up? What's happening, man? I wanted to see you. I wanted to talk to you on your man and your face. Absolutely. You understand me? I knew a few places you was at. I could have pulled up, but I don't think that was gangster. I wanted to come look in your face like a man and tell you how I feel. Okay. You understand me? Straight up like a man. So no what's the issue? No sugar. Ain't no issue. If it was an issue, you don't, you'll feel me. I just come to let y'all know, stop, put some respect on my name. You understand me? When y'all saying my name, put some respect on it. Did you, did you pull up on Ross that way or Trick Daddy? I'm pulling up on Man, you. I'm pulling up on you. Yeah. But I'm, I'm the radio guy. Why well, pull up on the radio guy? Don't act tough with the radio guy. I hate my nigga. Y'all y'all, y'all finished or y'all done? I ain't got no more talking. Let's rock. I'll never forget Yee's face <laughs> when Birdman was going crazy, man. That's another, that's one classic moment. But her face, man, <laughs> when he was leaving out, was hilarious, man. What record was number one? Dangerous. His whole album went number no, one. No, championships. Single, Dangerous was number one. Reached number okay, one. there we His go. First number one that was a nice record. Yeah, and Championship was the number one, one, one album in the country. And the album was a nice album. But he ain't had no big comeback. And look, how, and look how he yo, crossed, look how he crossed yo, over. Yo, Meek Mill ain't beef for Chris Brown and was finna box and with Floyd Mayweather. The he was beef with Drake, the biggest rapper in the world. <laughs> Drake, <laughs> Drake, the nigga that got bitey by Pusha T, the nigga that hiding his kid from the world, but his world wanna hide from the kid. Arby Graham Arby and the wheels. Drake, yes. Y'all niggas better stop playing with me. <laughs> Soldier Boy always a classic interview, man. You know you're gonna get a lot of sound bites from Soldier, man. Every time, every time he does an interview, you're gonna get classic sound bites from from Big Soldier, man. Another another classic I'm about to play right now. Do you think your son enjoys you calling somebody else a boss? Don't you think your son would rather wake up with you and you could pick him up from school instead of having to do a nine to five? Don't you think? Yeah, all right, but don't I you have to wake up day. at four in the morning? Don't you think your son would love if his name was up there, Dash or whatever your last name is instead of somebody else's? It's my Casey, pride is in my children. Like, look what, what I'm doing right now. Look at my son. I taught my son never to have a boss. He's 23. He owns a restaurant. He has cookies. He has equity. He busts his ass so he can pass it on to his son. If that's not what you're hustling for, you're selfish. You keep saying I. I'm worried about my kids. 
You worried about you. My kids are good. How they my good? Kids Your kids good. aren't going to be kids. I feel like I'm in the Def Jam boardroom and backstage. They kids, they're not supposed to work. I'm saying when they men, you're supposed to pass them something. You're working for another man. Yeah, Envy, Envy and Dame Dash was going back and forth, man. There was mad aggression in that interview. Mad aggression. I mean, both, both, you know, both good points made in that interview. But the aggressive, the aggression that was that consisted in that interview between Envy and Dame Dash going back and forth was was, was crazy, man. Crazy. That's where the booty goons. That's where the booty goons originated. And you know what? Ray J never said booty goons in that interview. I think it was ye that that came. I think that's what Charlemagne and Envy came up with. Is that it was ye that coined the term, the coined the phrase booty goons. It was not Ray J. But that was the interview that set off the booty goons right there. Okay. Definitely definitely a classic moment. Of course, you got to uh, put this on too, man. Big asked me, and so I spoke on it, but I don't want to hate on Cardi B. Get your money, Cardi. I respect what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? She done a verse for me. I see the Migos, I shake their hand. You know what I'm saying? I respect her come up. She came from the gutter. About saying disrespectful things on the uh, on IG, mm-hmm. I'm going to always be like, that ain't the move. That's not that's not what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Now, do I tell you what to do? Nah. You get it how you live. If you like it, I love it. Mm-hmm. I just know me and mine, we're going to move this way because I'm going to always stand on what I do. So that, if I walk into a room full of bloods and I ain't going to be like, oh, they go to slobs, I'm not going to talk like that. Mm-hmm. That's that's called being a self so Nip always, you know, Nip always dropped jewels, man. You know what I mean? If you go back and look at all his interviews that was on The Breakfast Club, man, you'll find many jewels that he dropped in every interview. You know, that what he just said about, you know, talking online is still relevant to this day. So, you know, and, and, and I, couldn't, I couldn't do a Breakfast Club flashback Without this, man, the classic, man. The classic. Wait, hold up. Let me get it situated. Two, three, go. 7 a.m. waking up in the morning. Gotta be fresh. Gotta go downstairs. Hey, gotta have my bowl. Gotta have cereal. Seeing everything. The time is going. Ticking on and on. Everybody's rushing. Gotta get down to the bus stop. Gotta catch my bus. I see my friends. And them goon tunes, man. Like that, I know a lot of people don't really, you know, don't really remember the Goon Tunes. But, I mean, if you know about it, you definitely was rocking with the Goon Tunes. Every Friday, man. Every Friday. Friday. Party and 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 party
Come on. I miss the Goon Tunes, man. I definitely miss the Goon Tunes, man. I don't know why they stopped doing Goon Tunes, but I definitely miss Goon Tunes, man. Every Friday they used to they used to get me set off in the morning, man. They used to they used to make me want to be outside Friday night. Matter of fact, that's what I was going out like every Friday for real. Um during the Goon Tunes. Every Friday I'd be outside, man. But I had to um I had to start this episode just paying homage to the Breakfast Club, man. I feel like there's not enough, a lot of people, enough people talking about, you know, exactly what's going on with the Breakfast Club. Um, it was probably not too long ago, Yeah put out a text or a tweet that said the Breakfast Club will never be the same. The Breakfast Club, as you know, will never be the same. And they come to find out that she was getting her own show. And um, was kind of, you know, separating from um, the Breakfast Club. So it, it will never be the same. And the reality is that this is an iconic moment. And it doesn't, I mean, and, and, and it's not a bad thing that, you know, G's getting her own show. It's actually very smart marketing-wise as far as what iHeartMedia is doing. It's actually very, very smart. Um, but at the same time, though, I mean, it's breaking up probably the greatest radio show that ever existed in the culture. I mean, just think about what the Breakfast Club meant to the culture, man. There was a point in time when if you didn't go to the Breakfast Club and do an interview with, with, with Yee, Charlemagne, Envy, and, and you know, kind of promote or, or, or part of your rollout, if you didn't go there, then it's like you really weren't you know what I mean? You really weren't marketing right. And and what the Breakfast Club means or, or meant, still no, still means to the culture cannot be replaced or replicated, in my opinion. That that's how much of an impact that it's had. And this separation, I won't call it separation, this elevation to what is going on in regards to, um, you know, Charlemagne and Envy continuing on and in and, and their search of, you know, another host and Ye uh, branching off and, and doing her own show. Um, you know, just realize we will never get, like, we will never get this, this type of radio show ever again, probably. <clears throat> So what we have witnessed in the past 12 years, 13 years, depends on who you ask. Charlemagne says 13, Envy says 12. Um, I think it's 12 because Charlemagne says it's 12 years. They're going into the 13th year. So it's not 13 years until you complete the 13th year. But that's here and there. That's, that's apples and oranges. <clears throat> but what we've witnessed in the culture these past 12 plus years is history in the making. And I remember there was a point in time where, like, I watched so many Breakfast Club interviews and and seen so many people go on there, people that I was not familiar with prior to them going on the Breakfast Club. And it was like, once you went on there and I seen how you interacted with Charlemagne, Envy, and Yee, and, and I kind of got a feel for your personality, it would make me go check out what you had going on, whether it was movie-wise, music-wise, um, 
like that interview, you know, and and how, you know, people would be so, be, you know, how Envy and and, and Charlemagne and, and Yee would make people open up and just be themselves um, on that platform. It would make me automatically, you know, tap in to see, you know, who this person was and 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 what they had going on and. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it was just a thing. Like, if you didn't go on The Breakfast Club and I didn't know who you were prior to you going on the show, I was not really checking for you. But once you go on, once you went on The Breakfast Club, it was automatic. I'm checking for you. I'm checking to see what you got going on. And I'm sure that 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 probably exists for a lot of people. I know I'm not the only one that, you know, when they had people on The Breakfast Club, that you know people were not aware of and then once they go on the show then you you know you go tap in go tap in and see what they got going on man and just when you think about the um the elevation and 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 the the evolution of Charlemagne Envy and Yee think about it man Charlemagne he's he's from the Breakfast Club, he's went to Guy Code. Um, you know, what I mean, he's he's wrote two books, getting ready to write a third book. He's been on CNN. He's had multiple TV shows, uh, Comedy Central, MTV, and, and I mean that's just all from you know, kind of branching off and evolving from the Breakfast Club, and now he's. Probably one of the, you know, main people that are pushing the mental health, um, you know, on the culture, and he's at the forefront of that mental health, you know, mental health thing. He's at the forefront. So one thing about Charlemagne now, you know, in his evolution is that he is tapping into mental health and and. Wanting people to get, you know, go see therapists and, you know, that's just, that's not, that's not something you would think about with Charlemagne, you know what I mean, 10, 12 years ago. But as he's grown and evolved, I mean, you get a, you know, a better version of Charlemagne, which is something that we're going to continue to see. At least, at least I think we're going to continue to see that from Charlemagne. Um, just look how far he's came. He, you know, he went from dark skin Charlemagne to light skin Charlemagne. <laughs> I guess that that's a running joke, but you know what I mean. But um yeah, I mean his his evolution is is has been something that we've seen. And yeah, man, keep 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 evolving, Charlemagne. Think about Envy came in just as a DJ. And one of the top DJs, you know what I mean? It wasn't like he was, you know, he he was definitely a top DJ, worked with Ho, fabulous. I mean his 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 mixtapes were legendary. They still are, you know, if he puts something out. So then he went to producing songs, and now he's he went to a podcast with him and his wife, the Casey Crew. And now he's, you know what I mean, he wrote a book as well. And he's tapped into the real estate. Now he's trying to, you know, help, helping, you know, people build wealth through real estate now. And he's going city to city, doing real estate classes. Uh, he got the car show. Uh, jumping off right now, um, you know, just a family fun event, and now he's even doing acting. You know, he, he's on a show right now. He got hip hop homicides. 
I mean, just the evolution of envy has been crazy. You know, it's it's. I mean, it, yeah, man. We, I mean, you gotta gotta salute them, man. You gotta salute them. Think about Yi, man. Yi came in coming from Wu Tang <clears throat> to to going to the show to starting lip service to podcast. Um, getting into getting into her own real estate and business ventures uh, with the hair store, juices for life. Coffee uplifts people, um, and she's always been at the forefront of of women empowerment and just helping you know what I mean. Other women kind of elevate their business acumen, and now you know what I mean. Now she's going up to to having her own show way up with ye, and it's like you know we love to see. This is what we love to see, and we witnessed this in the past ten, twelve, what past twelve, thirteen years. Each one of them evolve into a better version of themselves. And this 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 separation, elevation that is going on right now, it should be talked about more in the culture, man. It really should be because this is something that I I me personally do not think that we're ever gonna see. Reference Club is syndicated in almost a hundred markets all over the world. It's the top radio show in the world. And for this change to be happening, <clears throat> I mean, the culture, you know, I mean, we're going to adjust, but the culture will never be the same. But we will adjust. I'm interested to see what's, you know, as as uh, Envy and Charlemagne came back off off break today. Um, they're in a new location. And I think they're going to start with guest co-host uh, this week at some point. And I'm interested to see, you know, who they bring along um, for the guest host, co-host. I mean, of course, there is no replacing Yee, Angela Yee, but they will be, you know, filling her chair. And it's going to be interesting to see, you know, who's going to be in that chair. I don't see them making that decision anytime soon. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm interested to, to see what happens with that. But in the meantime, of course, I'm going to continue to tap in and continue to, you know, support and um you know see 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 you know see how this goes man in regards to um who the next who the next host is going to be if there's going to be a woman i mean i have some people in mind who i'd like to see in that chair um amanda seals i'd like to see in that chair uh drewski i'd probably like to see in that chair um carrie champion i'd like to see in that chair uh, Snoop, I'd like to see in that chair. Of course, whoever's going to be in that chair has to be somewhere that has has a lot of time. Um, but there, yeah, there are numerous people I I love to see in that chair. Um, so it's going to be interesting who who they choose to be in that chair when the time comes. And as far as uh, Yee and Web with Yee, ah oh, man, I can't wait. She said that she's starting next Monday with Web with Yee. It'll be on right after the Breakfast Club. So you'll get Breakfast Club six to ten. You'll get wet with ye from ten to two. I mean, that's come on, man. That's that's yeah. I can't wait, and I'm really curious to see who she has on her show. Is it, is she gonna be by herself? Who her co-host is gonna be? Is she gonna bring the girls from Lip Service along? Um, I'm just curious. I'm curious, man. I'm really curious. I'm excited. Um, I'm intrigued. 
about what she's going to have going on. And I will be I will be tuned in. So. Man, man, I, I can't wait, man. I cannot wait. And the sooner the sooner we find out exactly what's going on with the with the with Web and, and what's going on with with um Charlemagne and Envy in regards to who they put in that chair, then yeah, man, it's gonna be it's gonna be um it's gonna be exciting. It's gonna be new for the culture. It's gonna be exciting to see what we got going on, man. So um, let's go ahead and give it. Let's just clap it up for for Breakfast Club, for Charlemagne, uh, Angela Yee, Envy. Just clap it up for them for what they did for the culture, man. We we'll make it clap. Clap it up for them, man, for what they did for the culture, man. Um, I don't think it could be uh, replicated and. I'm interested to see where you know where it goes from there, man. So I kind of wanted to kind of start the start the episode off like that, man. But yeah, we back, man. You got it, man. Episode twenty nine, I believe. Uh, is it twenty nine? I don't know. I gotta think about it, but I think it's twenty nine. Um, and you know, we back, man. You got it. Now let me let me let me put this out there too. I did record this episode. Uh, not last week, maybe the week before that. <clears throat> and when I went to record the episode, somehow along the lines, I got to the end of the episode, and the episode I did not re- save the episode. And you know, once you once you do an hour episode, and it don't save, yeah, man, you 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 really not too excited to kind of re-record. So I was not um, not the happiest about. Uh, having to re-record the episode. So that is why, that is exactly why, you know, there has not been an episode out in the last, I don't know how long, but I did, but hey, 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 I did record the episode. I did record the episode. I just didn't save it. (laughs) I just didn't save it, but I did record, man. I did record. So um, we really kind of, we ain't going to tap into too much, man. But uh, yeah, man. I just wanted to start off and pay homage to to the Breakfast Club, man. So let me let me put in this opening. No, we ain't even gonna put the opening. No, yes, we is. We're gonna put an opening jam in there real quick, man. Um, we're gonna put an opening jam in there real fast, just cause we gotta get something in. Whoa, let's go, free thug, man. Yep. Just a little something, man. But yeah, you got it. We back. Episode 29, I think. We almost had another milestone. Um, you know, once we get to episode 30, we had another milestone. Then we, at that point, we 20 away from 50, which is big. We 20 away from 50, which is big. Um, I think my next, once we get to 30, I think I'm going to go visual. Okay, I got to talk to, 
um, you know, some people that, you know, kind of can help me out with this visual thing and, 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 and see if, and see how we're going to translate, man. I think we're going to go visual. We're going to go YouTube, man. That's, that's the next step. Once we get to 30, we go on YouTube, man. We go on YouTube to make your product place and, 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 you know, start tapping into these sponsorships, man. Um, so we ain't going. We ain't going to do too much today for this episode. We're gonna get into. We're gonna get into some football. Um, but right now we're gonna we're gonna go straight to the no no. Then we're gonna get into this football, man. I gotta get these football these NFL takes off. And and that's why I, that's I kind of wanted to wait till after um after the last regular season game to kind of get you know kind of get this uh these football takes off. And yeah, we that's what we're gonna get into, man. That's what we're gonna get into. Um but let's let's go ahead and get this no no of the week out the way, man. This this no no of the week is is a no no I I listen man, I'm giving this no no not for the reasons that people are thinking I'm giving this no no. This no no is going to skip Bayless. And I know a lot of people are going to probably think I'm giving this no-no for Skip sending out the tweet about DeMar Hamlin. And that is not why I'm giving Skip this no-no. Now, granted, the tweet about DeMar Hamlin, who we'll, we'll, we'll kind of touch touch base on DeMar um, towards, the end of the, towards the end of this episode. But the tweet that he put out about DeMar Hamlin was very insensitive. And it was... The timing was terrible, but that is not why he's getting this no-no. This no-no is going to skip for the way that he treats uh, Shannon Sharp, man. That's I don't like the way Skip treats Shannon Sharp. Um, so if you if you haven't really kind of been you know haven't been watching TV or, or been on any sort of uh, social media platforms. Um, you know what happened to Demar Hamlin, and um, you know Skip put out the tweet um, that he put out about Demar Hamlin, and the next day, uh, Skip was on the show by himself, and Shannon Sharp was not there. So I know a lot of people were wondering why you know why Unc wasn't there and and of course after the tweet was out, I think a lot of people were interested to hear what Unc had to say about the tweet and just about the situation, him being a former football player and you know everything that happened with Demar Hamlin and a lot of and, and I'm sure I'm I'm with a lot of other people. We wanted to hear from 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 Shannon Sharp. We wanted to hear from Shay Sharp. We wanted to hear from Unc, man. We wanted to. And the fact that we didn't get to hear from him the very next day, um, was, you know, I mean, it was, you know, yeah, I'm, it just kind of figured that, you know, we didn't know what was going on. We wanted to hear from him. So the next day, Unc comes back on the show. Of course, you know, we, we, we're all tuned in. We're all ears. We want to hear what he got to say. He starts going on with his monologue and he can't even get a minute into the monologue before he gets interrupted by Skip. And you can see the frustration on his face when Skip interrupted him. 
And and it's like it's like Skip, come on, bro. Like, listen. We like you, Skip. We like you. But we like Unc a lot more. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's just the reality. You know what I mean? Of course the show the the show is you know consists of, of both of y'all, but come on, man. We like Unc a lot more than you, Skip. And that's just that's just the reality of the situation. We want to hear from him. Of course, we like what you we we you know we respect what you do, Skip. But we want to hear from we want to hear from Shannon Sharp. And when he interrupted Shannon on during his monologue and went and let him get you know get his take off and and kind of get into what he wanted to get into after we had waited a whole day to hear from him, I was a little upset. I almost tweeted Skip about that. He should apologize to Shannon for that. He should have apologized, man. and he didn't. Now that's the second time that he has blatantly disrespected Shannon on TV. Just, just probably like a month ago, he had disrespected Shannon by saying Tom Brady was better than him, and he was jealous of Tom Brady, and just disrespected Shannon Sharp for no reason about Tom Brady. Like, come on, Skip, man. That is not how you treat a friend and a coworker, man. On national television, that's not how you. That's not how you do that, man. Now, don't get me wrong. There are plenty of us that don't like people that we work with. Um, a lot of times, you're going to work with people that you don't like. That's just that's just the reality of the situation. But they Skip claims that they are friends, man. And the way he treats Shannon is that is not how you treat a friend. It's not, not especially not, and especially not on national television. That is not how you treat a friend, man. So this no-no is going to skip because I want to get into these football takes. This no-no is going to skip for the way he treats uh, Shannon Sharp, man. And I, I just can't go for it, man. And I'm not happy about it, man. And I want to see, I want to see a, an apology, man. Your disrespect is loud on TV, and then you apologize on your own platform, but don't apologize on the show. No, Skip, we want an apology to Unc on national television. All right, this no no is for you, man. I can't go for this disrespect to Shannon Sharp, man. I can't go for that, man. Um, so before we before we get into these uh wild card weekend NFL takes and, and what's going on, man. I just wanna uh send my my regards to DeMar Hamlin, um four one two kid, Pittsburgh, born and raised. And what happened to him on the NFL field was was very scary for a lot of people. Uh it was good to see the whole league rally behind him. Um, if you don't know what happened, he collapsed on the field. Uh, he got hit by T. Higgins. Um, apparently, he got hit at the right time, or well, at the wrong time, in his chest, and it kind of like he kind of passed out. Um, he stood back up and then fell right back down. Uh, and it was a scary thing, man, for the players, man, for all the players that were, were on the field. You could see people crying, the tears. 
Um, we had never seen anything like this. They canceled the game. They did not finish the rest of the football game, which has never happened before in the history of the NFL. And it was definitely a scary thing, man. Um, as of today, uh, DeMar is, 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 the game was in Cincinnati. As of today, DeMar has, been, has left Cincinnati Hospital on his own. Um, and he's going back to Buffalo to continue his treatment and, and, you know, in his recovery process. But, man, I mean, I, you know, it was good to see the, the NFL and the rest of the world rally behind DeMar and, and just show support to what happened, man, to a warrior. You know what I mean? He's a warrior. He goes out there every Sunday, um, plays his heart out, uh, lays it on the line for his teammates. Um, he did the same thing when he was at Pitt. Um, you know, like I said, four one two kid. Same thing at Pitt. You know what I mean? Team player, stand up individual, and it's just good to see the love that he has received, man, and the love that that has been continuous uh, throughout many different people and many different platforms. Um, that he's been receiving, man. You know what I mean? He was on a breathing tube and and. Just a whole lot, man. It was it was definitely um, something that heavy that 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 shocked the sports world. But at the same time, it did bring people together, which is what sports does, man. Sports, you know what I mean, does bring people together from all walks of life. And this this occurrence did bring people together, and um, for a positive for a positive thing, and the uh, more. Toy drive donations, you know what I mean, went from twenty five hundred to probably north of eight million right now. Donations from people all over the place: Tom Brady, um, Jim Irsay, Robert Kraft, Shannon Sharp donated. I mean, just a just just a lot of love, man. You know what I mean. So Demar can continue to help the community, which is something that he's always done. Now, I mean, I I see Demar every time I go out when I go to a certain section of you know uh, of of the city um which isn't too often but every time I do you know venture down to this part of the city um I do see him um we've never really actually formally introduced you know each other and and whatnot and what forth but um yeah always it was up you know what I mean that's just that but never like a formal introduction I can't say that I know him or anything like that but I mean we do always cross paths and just to you know, just to see the love that he's gotten is is you know, yeah, man, it's it's something else, man. And you know, praying for him and his speedy recovery, man. But I have no doubt in my mind, just the way that you know what I mean, just the way that I know how he's built, and just how we're built in the city, period, man. That he'll be back on that field sooner than later. I have I have no doubt in my mind. Um. Yeah, man. So just you know, just just keep praying for him, and, and just you know, wishing him a speedy and healthy recovery. Um, and you know, yeah, man. It's just it's it's kind of crazy, but I I I didn't want to kind of start talking about the league without kind of getting into that, and just um sending my prayers to the family and and you know just hoping for the best, man. You know what I mean? But I I I know that. I know how he's built, man. I know how he's built. I know that he'll be okay, and I know he will be back on that field. 
So, um, shout out Demar Hamlin. And yeah, man. You know what I mean? Shout out to Demar Hamlin, which kind of, you know, goes into another thing. I don't want to really kind of get into that whole player safety um guarantee contract uh for NFL players talk. You know what I mean? But but that did kind of open up, you know, some conversation about guaranteed contracts for NFL players, man. Um, but maybe we'll tap into that uh next episode. Yeah, we'll tap into that next episode, man. But yeah, man. Let's let's so you know so we are, we are at the last uh yeah last week of the regular season was yesterday um last game of the regular season Detroit Lions beat the Green Bay Packers shout out to Detroit Lions they had nothing to play for but pride and they showed up and and they didn't let the Packers in the playoffs the Packers held their own um destiny in their hands all they had to do was win and they were in and the Detroit Lions they took it to them. Detroit finished the season nine and eight, finished on a strong note. Um, they're trending up, and I like the how hard they're playing. Okay, um, I've been to Detroit maybe a couple months ago, in and out of there, but I went, and you know it's a blue collar city, and they they play blue collar football. Uh, now my Steelers, we did not make the playoffs, which I was very very upset about. I think Mike Tomlin was very upset. I think the last time I was on here, we were two and seven, three and six, somewhere around the lines. It was not looking good for us, but we continued to stay the course. We finished the season nine and eight. Unfortunately, our playoff hopes were in the hands of other teams instead of ourselves, um, and we did not get in because the Miami Dolphins somehow beat the New York Jets, who are terrible, and we didn't make the playoffs. And it's really unfortunate we didn't make the playoffs because I believe that we were playing our best football the last couple games. We were also trending up. And we were going to play the Bills had we got in the playoffs. would have been a tough game. But you never know. You know, once you get in the dance, you never know. And the caliber of football that we have been playing the last couple weeks, I was intrigued to see what was going on. Kenny Pickett has, has played how Kenny Pickett, I thought he would play. Um, so he's gotten a lot better as the season progressed, as he's gotten more reps. Um, but we're not in the playoffs, man. So I don't want to spend too too much time on that. But Mike Tomlin does deserve consideration for coach of the year. Um, not a lot of teams can transition from a Hall of Fame quarterback to another quarter to a new quarterback and be on the brink of making the playoffs. Okay, so when we were two and six and three and seven, a lot of people wanted us to throw in a towel and tank and get a high draft pick because we're in a rebuild. No, that is not how we get down. Um, Tomlin turned the ship around, um, which is probably one of his best coaching jobs, okay? When you transition from a Hall of Fame quarterback to a rookie, essentially, you're not expected to win games. So shout-out to Tomlin, um, keeping that uh, never-had-a-losing-season streak intact. And I'm finishing out the season strong, man. So, but we we going to get into it, man. The number one seeds of the playoffs are Kansas City and Philadelphia. Uh, they have first-round buys. Um, wild card weekend, we do have uh, Seattle, which snuck into the playoffs um, as the seventh seed going against the San Francisco 49ers. Now, a lot of hype about the 49ers, man. A lot of people like them. 
I do like him with Jimmy Garoppolo. I do like him with a healthy, healthy Debo. I do not like them with Brock Purdy. I'm sorry. When the playoffs come, I know their defense is, is stout. I know that their offense, you know, they have a strong running game. Their game travels. They could play at home. They could play away. The style of play that they have, it could be played anywhere, any any condition, any, you know, any weather elements. But I just do not, I don't think that, listen, Kyle Shanahan is a, is a, is a, Top play caller. He's one of the best play callers that, that the league has. I don't care how good he can call plays, man. They are going to make Brock Purdy beat teams in the playoffs. And I just don't think that he can do it. That's just me. Now, do they beat Seattle? Probably. It's going to be close, though. But it's going to be close. But they're, I mean, the last time they played Seattle, though, it was close. I think it was like 21-17 or something like that. I don't remember what the score was, but it wasn't a blowout. I think George Kittle caught two long touchdown passes that game, and, you know, they scored. But other than that, and he was wide open on one of the plays, but other than that, Brock Purdy did not have a good game that game. Now they're playing him again. More film on Brock Purdy. Uh, I do have the 49ers winning the game. But I would not be surprised nor shocked if they don't win the game. Jimmy Garoppolo is not playing. He's still not healthy. I believe Debo is back. But do not be surprised. I have the fort let me put this out there. Disclaimer. I have the 49ers winning the game. But do not I, but I would not be surprised if they did not win the game. That is all I'm saying. So people have 49ers as a Super Bowl contender. I do not, based on their quarterback. When you look at the quarterbacks in the NFC, Geno Smith, Brock Purdy, Dak Prescott, Tom Brady, Daniel Jones, Kirk Cousins, Jalen Hurts, the worst quarterback out of all of them is Brock Purdy. That's just the reality. So, I mean, hey, hey, that's just where I'm at with it, Okay. The other game in the NFC for Wild Card Weekend is the Giants and the Vikings. <sighs> well, listen, man. My New York football Giants made it into the playoffs. And... Listen, I'm a good listen, I'm gonna go ahead and slide down this I'm gonna slide down this slope by myself. I'ma slide down this slope by myself, man. I know people don't, you know. I'ma slide down this hey, we gonna ski down this slope. Yeah, 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 We gonna ski down this slope. Yeah, yeah, We gonna ski down this slope, man. Okay, I got the New York football giants winning this game. I got the New York football Giants beating the Minnesota Vikings. They almost beat the Vikings three weeks ago. I think the Vikings kicked a 60-yard field goal in the dome. Um, I'm not sold on Kirk Cousins. I believe Justin Jefferson is a stud. Um, But I do not have them winning that game. I have the Giants going in there and beating them. And I believe I jumped out on the ledge last episode and stated that I thought that the Giants would win one playoff game. I'm still standing by that. I think the matchup with the Vikings favors them. 
if Saquon Barkley is ready to go, I believe that he can get off against that defense. Danny Dimes, as long as he doesn't turn the football over, I think Minnesota's going home, man. So that's just that's just where I'm at. New York football giants, man. Nobody thought that we would be here. Yeah, I said we because I like the giants. But we are here, man. Okay? Steelers is my team, but I like the Giants. And I have the Giants going into Minnesota and winning that game and moving on. Okay, I'm not I'm not walking that take back, man. I'm not I'm gonna stay on that ledge and, and jump off that ledge and, and slide down this slope with the Giants, man. I'm gonna ski on down this slope with the Giants, man. I'm gonna stick with it. Um the next game we have coming up, I gotta hurry up because we got what about I got about 16, 15 minutes. Left in this episode. Um, next game is the most intriguing game. It is the Cowboys and Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. The way the Cowboys looked the last couple weeks and the way the Buccaneers looked the last couple weeks as well, they both are coming into this playoffs limping. Neither one of them look good. Neither, neither one of them, neither one of these teams are playing their best football going into this game. Um, I definitely, I I believe the Cowboys can go to the Super Bowl, but I also believe that the Cowboys are can can you know bum it up. I also believe the Cowboys can bum it up, and I would not be surprised if Tom Brady and the Bucks beat them. Do I have Tom Brady and the Bucks beating them? No, I do not. I do think that the Cowboys managed to get a win on the road. Against Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. Now, um, the Buccaneers did beat them the first game of the season. That was a long time ago. I don't believe the Bucs have played good football since that very first game. And I I don't know, man. I just, I mean, but it's Tom Brady, though, man. It's hard to go against him, but I just, I, I can't see it. If Dak Prescott does not play terrible and turn the ball over, there's no way Dallas should lose that game. Can Dallas lose that game? Of course they can. Am I picking them to lose that game? No, I'm not. I'm probably going to go out on a limb and roll with and roll with the Cowboys. Yeah, I'm going to roll with the Cowboys, man. I'm going to roll with the Cowboys. So, not so that's that's the 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 wild card games. So that would kind of let me go into my contenders and pretenders of the NFC. So obviously, my contenders, obviously, one would be the Cowboys. The other would be Philly. Those are the only teams. I, be, I, I'm not, I can't put the 49ers as a contender. So my contenders in the NFC out of the seven playoff teams are the Cowboys and the Eagles. I cannot, I visually, I cannot see any of the other teams going to the playoffs. I'm sorry, I just can't. A long shot would be, would be the Buccaneers if they happen to upset the Cowboys. Um, I just those, but but I don't see it happening. So my only contenders coming out the NFC are the Cowboys and the Eagles. Those are my those are my contenders. If we doing contenders and pretenders, I believe the Vikings are pretenders. I believe the Seahawks are pretenders. I believe the Giants are they're they're not contenders, but they're not pretenders, but they're not going to the Super Bowl. Uh, I believe the Forty ers Listen, they should be contenders. They are contenders with Jimmy Garoppolo. Without him, I don't think they are. I'm sorry. So, um, yeah, that, that's my contender, pretender, pretender list. 
uh, for the playoffs. Contenders, Cowboys, contenders, Eagles, NFC. One of those teams will be coming out the NFC representing for the Super Bowl. Now let's go ahead and transition over to the AFC and see what they got going on over there, which is a very tough conference. Uh, first game, Bills-Dolphins. Um, this game would be good if, if, if Tua was playing. But since Tua is not playing, this game will be a blowout, complete blowout. Uh, Buffalo playing for DeMar. They definitely not losing to the Dolphins, who shouldn't even be in the playoffs. And I don't even know why they would even want to go to the playoffs without Tua. But that's here nor there, man. Like, a matter of fact, I got beef with their coach for that. Why would you send your team to the playoffs with, with, and you don't even have a quarterback? That should be the Steelers in that in that place, man. But that's whatever. Um, yeah, man. No Tua. I mean, they're still explosive with Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, Wilson Jr., Mozart. But without a quarterback, they're going to get throttled, full throttled by Josh Allen and the Bills, who have, you know, been playing good football as of late. Josh Allen been turning the ball over just a little bit too much for my liking, but I do expect them to clean that up in the playoffs. And uh, they'll definitely steamroll uh, the Dolphins. That's for, that's a fact. Um, intriguing matchup with the, with the Chargers and the Jaguars. Very intriguing. The Jaguars and Trevor Lawrence have been playing good football as of late. Trevor Lawrence has looked like a number one draft pick. Um, you can see that the game for him has slowed down and he now is in full control. Uh, it's not moving too fast for him. He's, you know, getting that ball. He's analyzing the defense and he's getting rid of it quick. Okay. He's getting rid of it quick. And that happens once the game slows down for you. So, uh, that leap that he made from first year to second year, you can see. And it's a significant leap. Now, they should have lost to the Titans in the playoffs. They were not they were not going to win that game until Josh Dobbs fumbled that ball. But that's here nor there. That's hindsight. They are in the playoffs. Um, they are going to be a tough out because Trevor Lawrence is good. But the Chargers, with Justin Herbert, if he's supposed to be the boy wonder that everybody thinks he is, they have the better roster. They have the better defense. And they should beat the Jaguars. So I have the Chargers beating the Jaguars. And yes, I have the Chargers beating the Jaguars in a very close game, though. I believe it's going to be close. But I think in the end, Justin Herbert, who's, you know, in his, what, third year? I think he takes that leap that Trevor Lawrence will ultimately take next year. So, um, but Trevor Lawrence and, and the Jaguars are not going out without a fight. But I do like the Chargers. Uh, next match, we have the Ravens and the Bengals. Um, Ravens are getting blown out. No Lamar Jackson. No no Huntley um, as the backup. I don't even know who their quarterback is. Uh, no, it is, No, it is Huntley from UCLA. Um, he is going to be the quarter. He's the third stringer. So they're definitely getting blown out. Cincinnati has been strong. They've been, they've been winning games. They haven't lost in probably six or seven games. 
I do not expect that to be close. Um, really ain't too much to say about that game. Cincinnati beats them by probably two or three touchdowns. Uh, Cincinnati's hitting on all cylinders. Um, in the game, you know, last time we seen them before the uh, Hamlin incident, they took the ball, opened and kickoff, drove right down on Buffalo. He's got a touchdown. Easy, just like that. Uh, so... I just don't I just don't see them slowing down against the Ravens without Lamar Jackson. Um shout out to Lamar Jackson. Um his value is going up ever since he hasn't been playing. The Ravens have just been losing games. They've just been losing games and he's going to get his money. So and hopefully it's fully guaranteed. It should be fully guaranteed because without him, they are really terrible. Okay? They are terrible. So uh shout out to Lamar Jackson. We love we we love to see it. We love to see a player get his, get paid. Now, hopefully, he doesn't take a franchise tag. Hopefully, he gets a long term tag because he deserves it. Uh, and so, if we're doing if we're going to go with contenders and pretenders for the AFC, I believe the Bills are definitely a contender. I believe the Chargers are a contender. And, of course, Kansas City is a contender. And the Bengals, they're definitely contenders. So, this I mean, this division is strong. Their quarterback play is strong. You got Patty Mahomes. You got Herbert. You have Josh Allen. You got Joe Burrow. I mean, this is going to be a, whew, man, you talk about a gauntlet. You coming out that AFC, it's going to be a battle. You're going through some top-tier quarterbacks. Um, you're going against top-tier offenses. And it's gonna be, man. It's gonna be a gauntlet, man. But 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 uh, you know, as a fan, we are going to see some good football being played in the AFC. Very good football. Uh, the only team that I don't have as contenders in the AFC are the Dolphins, um, the Jaguars, and the Ravens. And I think the Jaguars. Are, I mean, they're just they're just they're just young. They're not they're not ready yet. The Dolphins would be contenders though. Um, if Tua was healthy, but without Tua, they're, they're pretenders. So, um, but that gauntlet, man, who do I have super, who can I see coming out the AFC in, in the Super Bowl? Um, it's either going to be Buffalo and yeah, I'm, I'm copping a plea right now. Yes, I'm copping a plea. Yeah, I'm copping a plea because I can't pick one. It's either going to be Buffalo, Cincinnati, or Kansas City. I'm copping a plea right now. Talk to me after this weekend. I might have a better uh, a better guess, but initially, at the beginning of the season, I had Buffalo coming out. So, no, nah, you know what? I'm going to stick to my guns, man. Yeah, man, hold up, man. You know what, man? I'm going I'm to stick to my guns with Buffalo coming out the AFC. Win one for DeMore, man. You know what I mean? I got Buffalo coming out the AFC. So, but it, but it's, it's going to be a gauntlet, though, man. And I do plan on seeing very good football uh, coming out that AFC. Kansas City sitting with the bath. They're sitting pretty. Um, and, you know, I, I, I like what we're about to see in these playoffs. I definitely like what we're about to see in these playoffs, man. So, I'm, you know what, man? I do. I I'm gonna go ahead and do it, man. I'm gonna go ahead and do it. I wasn't gonna do it. I was not gonna do it, but I am gonna go ahead and do it and give y'all my prediction. Uh, 
uh, for the Super Bowl. So, yeah, you know what, man? I, I do. Yeah, I, I guess I do. I guess I do got it. I don't trust nobody. I just looked at my wrist. I got time today. I got I got time today, man. I got time today to give y'all my Super Bowl prediction. I got the Buffalo Bills in the Super Bowl against the Dallas Cowboys, uh, with the Buffalo Bills winning the Super Bowl and winning one for Demar. I know it's it sounds you know really cliche, you know what I mean. But I had Buffalo before this before this whole thing happened. I had Buffalo at the beginning of the season because I thought that they were you know Josh Allen was. Arguably the best player in football. Now, he's not going to win the MVP. I think Patty Mahomes is going to win the MVP. He had over 5,000 yards, I think 45 touchdowns. Um, I know a lot of people think that Jalen Hurts is the MVP, but I don't think so. I think that Gardner Minshew, he played one good game as the Phillies, as Phillies backup, and that kind of showed that Jalen Hurts was not that valuable because they should have beat the Cowboys that game. The next game... Minshew did stink it up, but that first game, no, they should have won. So, um, yeah, man. So I give y'all my time today prediction, and I have the Bills versus the Cowboys. I know I'm gonna regret that pick. I really am, and it's probably gonna be the Forty Nine. I don't know why, but I got the Cowboys, man. I'm gonna regret it. I have the Cowboys, and I can't believe I'm saying it because it's nauseating me just by saying it. But uh, I just can't see the Eagles coming out. I can't see the Eagles winning. I, I just can't. I can't see them coming out. See them come. See them coming out the NFC. I just can't. And I can't see the Seahawks. I can't see Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. I mean, if they beat the Cowboys, Tampa Bay has a chance. Um, but it just it just does not seem like it's it's gonna happen, man. Uh, so now, now that now that that Super Bowl pick is fluid, you know what I mean. Like Stephen A. would say, that Super Bowl pick is very fluid. I do reserve the right to change my pick based on what I see this weekend. Okay, so that's that's what we going with, man. We gonna get up and out of here. I'm gonna get to the NBA. Um, shout out to Brittany Griner. She's home. Um, prayers out to her. Glad to see she's back home safe with her family. Uh, so that that's you know what I mean. I, I didn't really get to touch on that. We will touch on that next episode. And yeah, man, you got it, man. We out of here, man. Uh, just a little, you know, encore for the Breakfast Club, man. You got it. Hey, we we getting into we getting into some heavy topics next episode too, man. We getting in relationships. There's a lot of things I want to touch on. We getting into Meg and Tori. Yeah, we you know best man um series. We getting into a lot more BMF next episode. We we tapping in, man. 
I couldn't do that today, but we tapping in next episode though. Shout out Breakfast Club, man. Envy, Charlemagne, Yee. Congratulations. Keep elevating. <laughs>